Hello, everyone. Again, this is Austin. I want to thank everyone who has been listening into the podcast, All Things Emergency Nursing. Um, I feel like we're making some progress. This episode, episode three, I want to talk about basic how to make your day as an ER nurse go a little smoother. This is easy material. This is material that if you're just starting out as a ER nurse or you're coming from another department, there's just things about being prepared in the emergency that that you need to do. So without further ado, it's a new day in the emergency room. Here are some things that you can do to start your day off to make things run a little bit smoother for you. Over my years of experience, I've come to realize that by being prepared at the beginning of your shift, you will save yourself loads of time and you will save yourself from literally walking miles to find things. Um, one of my worst things when I was new was not not having good time management. Bad time management as a nurse is, is horrible because you, uh, you just, you run all day long. One of the things that you can do is be on time. This is going to make your life a whole lot easier. The nurse that you're getting report from is going to be more willing to spend time with you and tell you what's going on. Granted, they want to go home, but if you are late, they are ready to go home. They're going to give you the absolute bare minimum, probably missing out some very key items, thinking to themselves, well, you're just going to have to figure it out. What I like to do is, if I can, I try to get there just a little bit early, maybe a few minutes, because you should just kind of walk into the department and just observe. Look and see what's going on in the department. Look and see what your coworkers are doing or what people are doing. The activity, is it, does it have a calm vibe to it? Or is it one of those days where it looks like a complete dumpster fire? Because <laughs> that does happen. You walk in and uh, they're coding someone in room three. And, you know, there's three ambulances lined up uh, looking like a parking lot over by the nurse's station ready for a room. Pretty common, especially this time of year in Florida. We have so many people down here that it gets, uh, the system gets really overwhelmed. So we're just trying to accommodate as many people as we can. When you clock in, go get that report. Like I said, those nurses are tired. Uh, You're coming in on the day shift. The report that you get, the pieces of information that you're going to get are probably going to be fractionated statements. Some of it may even be a little bit incoherent, But after working all night long, especially if it's been a dumpster fire, they're going to be ready to go home. The best thing you can do is get report from them and give them that option. If you're going to ask questions uh, during shift change, ask questions that are important, relevant, and only what you need to continue the care of the patients. You, You don't need to know a lot of extra stuff. You don't need to know In the emergency room, you don't need to know if they have a a rash on their butt or whatever. You you know, you just make sure that it's important and relevant if you're going to ask questions. I like to take notes, especially in the morning when I'm trying to get my brain moving and coming up with some sort of plan. I like to take notes on what needs to be done and what kind of patients do I have. Because the first thing you should do is figure out which of your patients have the most needs and immediate needs. If you have someone that is going to be 
like your critical patient or something like that. It's something that you really, really need to make sure that that's going to be your, your focus. Uh, broken toe in, in one room and in the other room you have a cardiac patient that, for whatever reason, somebody let them get up to the bathroom and they're not on their monitor. They're there for chest pain. Then you need to make sure that one of the first things you do is you go and put that patient on the monitor and explain to them that it's very important that this monitor be on. If you are in the emergency field long enough at all, one of the worst things to happen is to walk into a room and a patient has passed away. Nobody knew about it. It is horrible. It happens not very often. It's a very rare thing, but it's something that is just traumatizing and it it doesn't need to happen. So uh, that's very important. At your first opportunity, what you should do is uh, your next, next thing you should do is you need to spot check your rooms. And, and I say this because um, this is going to save you a lot of time. And also, uh, it it's, it's, can be very important. So one of the main things that you need to have is you need to make sure that you have suction hooked up and on the wall and ready to go. You need to check it, turn it on, make sure that it's working, make sure that you have all your components that you need because not having suction in a room can be absolutely deadly for a patient, especially if uh, given the scenario, let's say somebody uh, comes in by private vehicle with an overdose and his mouth is full of secretions, he's about to code and they're dragging him down the hallway in a stretcher, going to put him in, in your room. And when they get to your room, they put him in there, they start hooking him up to stuff, and what? No suction. This person is aspirating, this person is possibly vomiting, and you have absolutely no way to clear that out. So, and that can potentially become very deadly to, uh, to a patient. So, uh, my advice to you, it doesn't seem like it would be that important, but you need to have the suction on and ready in all of your rooms, uh, your excitement. Uh, make sure that you have monitor leads, pads, you know, uh, things like uh, blood pressure cuffs, uh, gowns, and, and other equipment, and IV equipment, stuff like that. It's not 100% necessary that you have those in your room, but, you know, make sure that if they're supposed to be in a spot that's, that's close by at your end of the hall, you know, make sure that you do have, have that equipment in there. But like blood pressure cuffs and, and stuff like that, you can, when, when I'm training a new nurse in an in emergency room, um, the first thing I do is I, I have them walk to the doorway of patient's room. And before they go in, before they start doing stuff, uh, anything to this patient, I have them just look in the room and observe. What does the patient look like? Does he look sick? Does he look like he's in distress, how's his breathing, his skin, his skin color, you know, that those are very important things. Even without a blood pressure cuff, you can go into the room, look at the patient, put your hands on the patient, you can feel a pulse. You will know by looking, observing, and feeling if this person has a perfusing blood pressure or not. A blood pressure cuff isn't absolutely necessary in the first few minutes when you walk into a room. 
what is necessary is being able to look at a patient and tell whether or not they are in dire need of action. You can stock all that stuff. Uh, you can stock all that other stuff later. Laying eyes on your patient is is the like one of the most thing, most important things you could do. If you get report and you walk around, you walk around, you want to lay eyes on every patient that you have. Even if you do have a critical one that you need to go to uh, right away, you need to poke your head into the door of your other rooms and just lay your eyes on them, introduce yourself, and just tell them that you will uh, return in, in a few minutes, that you have some things you need to do. But they at least see you, they know you, and you can also take a look and see and make sure that that person is okay and stable. If you have two patients that are unstable, you're not going to be able to handle those both at the same time. So you're going to have to ask for help. And that's not, that's not uncommon. And a, a good charge nurse will, will make sure that you have help if they can. It's what they should do. Make sure that the patients match up to the report. Make sure that when you go into the rooms, one of the first things you do uh, after making sure that they're stable and okay, is you check their ID, check their band, make sure that it's, or that it's the right person. I can't tell you how many times I've gone into rooms where I look on the computer screen and when they've put multiple people in, in your section at the same time, they don't put them in the right rooms. And you don't want to be giving, you know, it just, it just opens you up for possible med errors at you know, the, the doctor could be putting in orders on the wrong patient. So somebody could be getting the wrong medications. Um, this, this can be a bad thing. These are things that are absolutely necessary if you want your day to go smooth that you need to check right off the bat. Check the ID. Ask them what their name is. Make sure that they have the right ID band on. Sometimes several, several uh, ID bands are printed out at the same time. Somebody puts on the wrong ID band. You know, you can so you can see how this can turn into a very, very bad situation quickly, and it could lead to errors. And if let's say you have somebody that's maybe they're a dementia patient, and now they have the wrong band, they're in the wrong room, and you just gave them a medication that is going to potentially harm them. That's not that's not our goal. That's not that's not what we want to do. So the the uh, stocking items like gowns, IV equipment blood pressure cuffs and all that other other stuff by stocking that stuff early and when you get a chance to that's going to save you from having to run around and find these things every time that you need something make sure that you have some urinals make sure that you have uh you know believe it or not band-aids sometimes even family members that are sitting in there with them around all this medical equipment sometimes they brush up against stuff and cut themselves and we put a Band-Aid on there or whatever. Then you can check for things that delays patient care. This is going to this is speed things up for the patient and also make things a little bit easier on you is make sure that if there's any labs that need to be sent, make sure that those are sent. If you can't get them, call lab and see if uh, they're willing to, to have somebody come over and draw the blood. If you're stuck in a room with a critical patient and you cannot leave and you have a patient in another room that needs labs and while you're thinking of of all this stuff you can be calling lab and have them come over draw that patient in the other room so that the labs are sent and you can get back to them you know when you get out of the room where you're working with a critical patient or unless you have a coworker that um 
on some occasions where you might have a float working that they can grab that or, um, you know, uh, a nurse that's in your coming in your section. That's kind of like your, uh, your, your work buddy for the day. You have a section that's close to them. And sometimes hospitals with like ER pods will do this. They'll have four rooms on each side and you're kind of like buddied up with that other nurse. Uh, sometimes that person is able, able to help you out. Um, call radiology for updates if you need to. Sometimes there's a, there's a delay or maybe there's uh, something going on with a patient that for whatever reason, radiology isn't able to get to them because they're waiting on this or that, you know, do whatever it takes to get that taken care of so that radiology can come in and, and do their job or they can take them to CT and they can get that job. So you're working towards a diagnosis for this patient. So they're either going to go home or they're going to be admitted. And the longer you wait for those things, the, the more complicated things just get. So this one is not a very long one. This was a short podcast for me, but it was more of, I just wanted to maybe give some advice to newer nurses in the ER or people that are new to the ER that uh, will help their day go a little smoother. So thanks again for listening and uh, stay tuned for more podcasts coming. Thank you and have a great day.